0: Throughout my life in ministry, I've often found it puzzling as to why some people readily blame God when troubles come, and yet they themselves have never really sought out God at any other time. Everything else has taken a priority, yet a conscious living and personal relationship with God has never had the chance to. But when troubles come, it's God's fault, and they are the first to shout, how can God allow catastrophes like this? People need to know that we don't serve a God who is like this because God is not like this. A cruel God who causes us pain is imaginary. We cannot believe in a God like this. I think it is something of a wonder that Remembrance Sunday falls two weeks before Christ the King Sunday. I'm really looking forward to that day. That marks the end of the Christian year and the lead into Advent, two weeks before Christ the King Sunday today, and then three weeks before the first Sunday in Advent. I think that's quite special. It's the time in three weeks when we start to focus on the incarnation, God becoming human, God coming to bless and be with us. And while today speaks of sacrifice, I therefore suggest that the proximity to Advent is a God thing can indicate for us the inevitable hope that is ahead. You see, the real point of Psalm 10 that Carolyn read earlier is this. God is present. God will never desert us. God will never forget us. The psalm says that God is the helper of the helpless, the defender of the oppressed and afflicted. The psalm urges people to commit themselves to the Lord's care, something human beings can forget to do. To short thoughts this morning. Firstly God remembers our condition. There's a quality of lament in Psalm 10. The writer feels as though he's a victim. He feels invisible. Verse 10 says that he feels forgotten by God and in verse 13 he even questions whether or not God is just. But then in verse 17 divine insight comes and reminds him that God remembers. you do hear, O oh Lord, the desire of the afflicted. You do encourage them. You do listen to their cry, defending the fatherless and the oppressed. In the darkest hours in every conflict, innocents suffer. We see the victims on our televisions. And a question arises here today, because of our fast-moving information systems and our desire for constant news stories. Do we quickly forget the innocence? In this media age, we're subtly compelled to spend many waking hours checking our phones for new information that relates solely to us. It's easy to forget that yesterday's disaster story in the real world means that there are still people hurting today. We can forget We can forget that the supreme sacrifice of Christ is not only for the downtrodden, but for all of us, for those who are just getting by, but also the comfortable and the prosperous for us all. Spiritually, we may feel powerless as we see stories of victims, but we have a defined defender who is not. Carolyn and I pray every evening together. Sometimes we're very, very tired, but we always try and we always pray for you all. Not by name, that would take a long time. But we do pray for you all. I want you. To, sometimes it is by name, I should say that. Sometimes it's very much by name. But we do pray, and we pray for world situation. We say, Lord, we feel so helpless praying this prayer. I don't think our words are quite enough. Lord, what, what, how, what should we say? We feel powerless, but we have a divine defender who is not. And we see these images on television and media and we ask, can we truly love like Jesus? In this past couple of weeks, General Bram Tilsley has passed away. Some of you will know that. Um, uh, General... As Colonel Tilsley he was our training principal for the second year in our training back in 1981 and in those days our session had 100 cadets and the session after us also had 100 cadets and there were over 100 staff on the training college and every Thursday evening, some of you did this yourselves, we would march down Camberwell High Street, 300 plus of us, to Camberwell Holiness, Holiness Meeting, where there were many people turned up on a Thursday night to hear, um, to hear the training principal and, and the cadets speak and do what they do. Um, and I remember Bram Tilsley turning around, where the band sat here, and then all the cadets around And he looked at the band and he just said, you know, we've just marched down that high street and you've played about love. And then he pointed at all the rest of the cadets and he said, and you sung about love. And then he said something I'll never forget. He said, but people don't know you. How do they know that what you're playing and singing about is genuine? He said, you have to show love. You have to show that love loving words, loving actions. We have to be peace if we're to see peace. We have to be love if we're going to be love and on this particular day we throw ourselves on God's mercy and we pray for peace for healing for the ability to forgive and to be forgiven God does not forget he uses us to be his ears to listen his mouth to speak words of reconciliation his hands to heal his heart to welcome without discrimination whatever it means for us and also to carry out his defense of suffering humanity caught up in the their own battle's and walls. All this through the power of Calvary love. In Psalm 10, 16-18, to 18, the people of God are encouraged to remember that he is everlasting king over all the nations. International fractures reveal power and pride in all their ugliness. This is how wars begin. And so we must pray that world leaders might acknowledge the need for divine wisdom in their governance. Imagine If they could speak and practice and show God's peace, God's shalom, God's love, God's wholeness, God's forgiveness to one another. Wow! And so at times like these now we look to Jesus, the servant king. And this is simply the second point that Jesus proves that God remembers our condition. You and I know at Easter that when Jesus entered the city of Jerusalem on a donkey, he chose not to fulfill the strand of prophecy that said the Messiah would come high upon a white horse to raise an army for military confrontation with the nation's oppressors. We know that. Instead, he chose to fulfill another prophecy from Zechariah and entered the city lowly on a donkey. Zechariah 9.9. There it is. Rejoice, O people of Zion. Shout in triumph, O people of Jerusalem, your king is coming to you, righteous and victorious, yet he is humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt. Translated, this is saying that the Messiah will break the weapons of war and bring disarmament and peace. And he will And in two weeks' time, when I preach about Christ the King, we will be looking at the book of Revelation and to see what that says about that day. He will remember this promise. Amen? You see, 2 Corinthians 5.19 says this. You heard it earlier. God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, and he has entrusted to us the ministry of reconciliation. That's what we have to do. Show that. Show love. Show peace. Be those things. Through active remembrance and engagement, Christians must aid those who feel forgotten in their communities and always pray more for peace in troubled times. Lest we forget is an oft-repeated phrase today. We remember as our Almighty King remembers sacrifice of every kind of those who fought and died for the future of this country, and those who fight in any conflict today, we also remember that however beaten by life's circumstances we may feel, God does not forget. Let us pray for all victims, and for those striving to do the will of God in a broken and fearful world. God will never leave us. So when you see those rows of gravestones in the village cenotaphs or the memorial stones for those who fell at war through the years, when you see the wreaths at the cenotaph this afternoon, if you do the march, be sure that God has remembered. God cannot forget. He raised Christ from the grave to a resurrection that remembers and reconciles every kind of battle that you and I will ever face, internally or externally. He reconciles every battle that we will ever face, past, present and future. May you believe that with renewed faith this morning. Do I hear an amen? Let's pray. Lord, on this Remembrance Day, help us to be your instruments of healing. Not just tomorrow, not just today, but every day. Help us to be thankful for those who have gone before, thankful for those who've given their life for our future. Lord, help us to be willing to sacrifice too, to give a future to others, the marginalised, the poor, the homeless, the traffic, may we also be repentant for the times where we may just have caused somebody else to feel forgotten too. We cast ourselves on your care today, praying it through the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour, Amen.